the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And a Broncos Blitz Podcast that is again, well, broadcasting after a win. How about them, Broncos? Three in a row. Philip Lindsay runs all over the Bengals. They win 24-10. And, of course, we'll get to some of those discussions. But more importantly, the sliver of hope, the sliver of the playoffs, now, all of a sudden, a little bit more real. We're going to talk about that coming up on the latest Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And it's all presented by Bespoke Edge, bespokeedge.com, men's custom clothier, not once, twice, award-winning reader's choice from that 5280 magazine, top of the town, best men's boutique. Love these guys. And of course, if you're like me, I have no idea. Reds go with silver, purples with black. I don't know. That's why I go to BespokeEdge.com, and these guys, they do a great job. Best Men's Boutique, twice voted uh, right here in Colorado. Be be sure to check it out on the website just as you hear it, BespokeEdge.com, all spelled out. That's BespokeEdge.com. The Broncos are in the playoff hunt. They are in the playoff hunt. Can you believe it? After... So much turmoil. So many injuries. This team was 3-6 and six heading into the bye week, dead in the water. Their coach was going to get fired. And here we are. 6-6 six and six in a deadlock with a billion other teams for a potential wildcard position. Now, let's break it down like this. We're going to go 4 through 10. Yes, 4 through 10 because there's essentially... Six teams with five of them vying for one spot. Now, the NFC, the AFC North is the division that you want to pay attention to if you're a Broncos fan. And again, I, I understand some Broncos fans are going to hear this and they're going to be like, this team is not making the playoffs. And I get it. I actually agree with you. But I want to lay this out because there's a lot of people who've been asking about it. The Broncos want to pay attention to now the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens, I think everybody's been paying attention to the Ravens. And previously, it was you want the Ravens to lose so that you can obtain that number six spot. At this point, it's now actually flipped. After their loss on Sunday Night Football, the Chargers are likely a team that you are not going to catch. They are 9-3 and and sitting in that number five spot pretty firmly locked. Kansas City is going to win the AFC West, or at least most of us think. And the Chargers are likely to sit in the number five spot. That means, like we just said, six teams vying for one spot. Of those teams, two of them are going to fight for that AFC North. And now if you're Denver, you want it to be Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's final four opponents are the Raiders. They will be at Oakland. The Patriots at the Saints and the Bengals. They are losing two of those games. And if they slip up against the Raiders or the Bengals, you could be looking at a 8-7-1 Steelers team. And Denver can easily win three out of their next four. They're at San Francisco, the Browns, at Oakland, at uh, a home to L.A. A game for L.A. that may actually not matter as well, too. 
consider that. The number six team in that wild card is Baltimore, and Baltimore does have a schedule that is a difficult one, but again, Denver does not win the tiebreaker. So if Baltimore finishes at 9-7 and seven, and Denver finishes at 9-7, and seven, they lose the tiebreaker and finish 7th. Now, it's a, it's a relatively soft schedule for Baltimore, but it's a couple divisional games. Uh, and the Browns is the big one. They will be at the Chiefs, at the Chargers. Those are two realistic losses. But then from there, it's Tampa Bay and the Browns at home. And if you're saying the Browns wouldn't play hard in their final game to try to spoil a divisional opponent's chances at the playoffs, you're fooling yourself. You guys have far more pride than you think. So, but it's more realistic for Denver if Baltimore was to actually leap Pittsburgh now, pushing Pittsburgh back into the wild card situation, and Baltimore is off in the sunset, winning the AFC North. Forget about them. The fifth seed, off in the sunset, taken by LA. Forget about it. So then it's essentially the Steelers, the Dolphins, Colts, Broncos, Titans. Now, For Denver, the only realistic tiebreaker they win is Tennessee. Tennessee is way down here at a 10. They probably have to win out just to even be considered. But if Denver can win three of the next four, they would be 9-7 and and very much in an opportunity to bypass the Dolphins and the Colts. Let me give you the Colts' schedule. They're currently 6-6, tied with Denver. They, have, they are at Houston. That's a difficult one. Home, Dallas. That's a difficult one. The Giants all of a sudden have life, and then they are at Tennessee, a divisional opponent. A realistic finish for Indy is 8-8, eight and eight, if not worse. Let's go to the Dolphins, who are 6-6. Six and six. And they also have kind of a brutal schedule. Home to the Patriots. That's a loss. They are at Minnesota. Very well, potentially a loss. Home to the Jets and then at Buffalo to end the season in a potential snowstorm. Miami in a snowstorm. Miami's not very good to start with. A realistic opportunity at finishing 8-8. Eight and eight. That's why 9-7 and seven is such a crucial number to meet. And remember, 9-7 and seven beats 8-7-1. So, very interesting with how this is laid out now. All of a sudden, the team that Denver wanted to lose, Baltimore, is now the team they should cheer for. Because if you're scoreboard watching, it makes more sense for Baltimore to leap Pittsburgh, which, by the way, they only do not leap Pittsburgh solely because of that tie earlier in the season with Cleveland via Pittsburgh, and push Pittsburgh back into the wild card spot have Pittsburgh lose twice of the next four games, and again, at the Saints, home to New England. Those are very losable games. All of a sudden, if Denver can win three of the next four, and I'll remind you of their schedule, because it's an easy one. At San Francisco, home to Cleveland, at Oakland, those are three very winnable games. And then, of course, home to the Chargers, a team they have already beat on the road. And again, as as I said earlier, 
The Chargers may have a playoff spot already locked up. Sunday night football's game between the Chargers and the Steelers was a crucial one. If you wanted to crack the window open. Now, I understand people are going to look at this conversation and say they're not going to make the playoffs. Some say they don't deserve to. Some say they don't want them to. I don't understand. I don't understand that that mindset. I don't want my team to make the playoffs. If your team has an opportunity to make the playoffs, why wouldn't you want them to? They're not going to get a good draft pick as it stands already. A 6-7, potentially 8-win team, you're picking in the late teens. Forget about draft pick at this point. The baton has passed from draft status to potential playoff spot. They are in the hunt. They need help. But as it stands right now, you just kind of piece things together, and I get it. The NFL is a world where anything can happen. The Cardinals beat the Packers, by the way, yesterday. Josh Rosen outdueled Aaron Rodgers. The Giants beat the Bears, although it was without Trubisky. And somehow the woeful Jaguars shut out Andrew Luck against the Colts 6-0. But my point is, that door that everybody thought was incredibly closed... Now, all of a sudden, there is a small gap. You can see the light. And it seems like every single week, that light gets a little bit brighter. And credit to Vance Joseph. Because this is a guy who faced so much. In fact, I don't remember a coach outside of he who shall not be named. From New England. We don't say his name around here. I don't remember a head coach that took more flack than Vance Joseph. In fact, I'm not even sure if Joshy took as much flack as Vance Joseph did. Joshy was just a douche. Vance is a nice guy. He's just not a very good football coach. But the players are still playing for him. And they are still playing very hard for him. And they are taking care of business against teams they should beat. The Bengals is a perfect example of it yesterday. And Denver is not even playing at their full potential and yet now back to 500 with three very winnable games and a final game against a team that may not even be playing their starters. And then on top of it, you've already beaten their starters. All of a sudden, things have changed a ton here in Denver. So again, thanks so much for tuning in to the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by BespokeEdge.com. Be sure to go check it out. Best men's custom clothier around, not once, twice. Two-time award winner, Best Men's Boutique. They will help you out. Maybe it's that suit for a wedding coming up, holiday party. Maybe you just want to upgrade the wardrobe. Be sure to go check it out at BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. MileHighSports.com for all great coverage of the Denver Broncos from Zach Seegers, Justin Michaels, Rich Kurtzman, Sean Drotar, myself, TJ McBride. Be sure to go check it out at milehighsports.com for, uh, of course, this daily Broncos Blitz podcast, breakdowns, discussions, highlights, player interviews, audio, all that good stuff at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. See you, y'all.